Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 269. And today we are continuing our One Little Spark series. And today's emotion is wonder. So the purpose of these episodes is we want to take a deeper look into the emotions that the parks can evoke from us or that we might want to search for from when we visit the parks or even just, you know, experiencing things at home. Before we jump into it, we do want to share that we are super proud that this episode is brought to you by our friend Hannah Little with Creating Magic Vacations. Hannah just shared that she was the top agent for new bookings for the first quarter of 2021, also a top five agent overall with her agency. And so she is obviously an expert and she is killing it. So as we get closer back to normalcy and you are looking to maybe make a vacation plan, even looking forward, looking at 2022 or even 2023 at this point, go ahead and get some of that pricing figured out and let Hannah work her magic for you. She can do as much for you or as little for you as you and your family need and is a 100% free service. All you have to do is go to littlebitofdisney.com, fill out the free quote portion just some quick questions so she can get an idea and get you some of that pricing and have it ready for whenever you're ready to book that next vacation. So again, it's a little bit of Disney.com or you can click the link down in our show notes and it'll take you directly there. So today, like we mentioned, we are talking about wonder. And the first thing that I had to kind of figure out for myself is, you know, how do we pinpoint what wonder is? Because it is a little ambiguous to a certain extent. So the teacher and me, I had to look up the definition. I independently looked up the definition as well. I've got it up on my screen too. Well, I'm going to read you the definition I have, and then you can let me know if that's what you found as well. But it's a feeling of surprise mingled with admiration caused by something that's beautiful, unexpected, unfamiliar, or inexplicable. And it could also be just a desire to be curious or to know something. Yeah. And so, you know, I read very similar things, of course, but wonder I thought was interesting and I never really thought about it. It can be a noun, a verb, and an adjective. And I think when we talk about this right now, we're kind of talking about the adjective and the noun versions of it, but the verb is pretty, I mean, it's to be in a state of wonder, which is honestly, Miriam Webster did a horrible job of writing that definition, but it also (laughs) says to feel surprise or to feel curiosity or doubt. And I thought about that, like, I wonder how this meeting is going to go, you know, and that's not really the wonder that I focused on. Mm -hmm. To me, wonder was a lot more about, you know, like an, ah, like, how did they do this? Or, you know, I can't explain this, that more of an astonishment feeling, I think more than anything. And what I'm trying to achieve out of wonder, I think in the parks is a lot of making my problems feel small. Like making me feel like, you know, it kind of washes everything away, that you understand that 
the worry that you had about your meeting the next day or the deadline that you had is really not that important in the grand scheme of things. And I think wonder is a great tool to get you there. Do you view it kind of the same way or differently? Um, So I kind of viewed it just a little bit differently. Again, I mean, everything's within the same realm, but what really stuck out to me was like the admiration part of it, you know, that's caused by something, again, that kind of makes you stop and think like, how did this get here? What was the process? What was, you know, who helped and how did this come to be? But I did also enjoy kind of the verb aspect of it, of just like that that wanting to know. Because I feel like, especially now with like the storytelling and everything that we've been getting into, like I do have that genuine desire to just know like, what's the story here? How did this happen? What's changed over time? Like, is this the same as what they have in Disneyland? So just like all these thoughts run through my head. So yours has a lot more of hints of curiosity in yes. it as well. Just kind of naturally. So that's kind of where I went with it. But again, I like that not only could it give you that escape, maybe, which we've talked about recently, but I do think that with wonder, it also kind of opens up creativity, you know, to think like bigger picture, like, oh my gosh, if they were able to do this, like, what can I do? You know, how can this unlock like maybe a new way of thinking is kind of how I looked at it. That's interesting. Cause I think that's kind of in the same line of thoughts that I have of making your problem seem a little like less big, like shrinking them down a little bit. And I do think that that goes hand in hand with unlocking creativity and unlocking the ability to think bigger mm-hmm. and without the bounds that we place on ourselves. So if you're new here, kind of how we approach this is we try to construct a day in Walt Disney World of, or other places, we actually have done Universal as well. And have we done Disneyland? Has anybody brought up Disneyland? We haven't. This, I don't I don't know if now is the time to insert this, but today, this topic in particular was probably the first time that I've really thought, man, if I could travel instantly, like all in one day. Disneyland would probably be at the top of my list. Well, let's save those for the end as an honorable mention, because now that I'm thinking about it, I've got some Disneyland places that would bring wonder about. But we try to build it based on like an itinerary for a day. So what are we going to ride? What are we going to eat? What places are we going to explore in order to invoke this feeling? So would you like to go first and share your day of wonder? All righty. Well, so in the morning, I feel like... Just the place that makes me just feel like awe is Animal Kingdom. So I have to head to Animal Kingdom. Um, And a few places in Animal Kingdom, of course, stand out. So you have to think about Pandora because I don't think there's any other just like beautiful masterpiece, like architecturally, just like creatively, everything that went into it to make you just stop dead in your tracks and wonder you know, how, how did this happen? Like, what did it truly take for them to build this? Like what is inside of those mountains besides magic that make them float? And then, you know, you have to ride flight of passage. And although we typically wouldn't encourage people to run there in the morning because just personally, we think doing everything else first is a better option. I'm going to start there 
because, you know, not even just the ride itself being beautiful and kind of inspiring. Um, I like the mechanics part of it. I think we watched a video one time that our friend Sarah and Jeff had where they kind of videoed like what is happening. And it's just really cool, like the way that everything moves. So that to me is kind of, you know, it makes me curious. It makes me think. That's a different direction than I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to say the feeling and the connection to nature that you feel on Flight of Passage would bring more wonder. But it's interesting you're talking about the mechanics. Well, truth be told, Brendan, I don't really like nature. Well, we're working on that, though. We're working on that. I like it's not that I don't like to be outside. I just don't like everything else that comes with nature. We are working on it. So Animal Kingdom, I know that's weird to say because I love Animal Kingdom. But so we're still in Animal Kingdom. Um, After Pandora, I mean, I think you have to spend some time at the Tree of Life. That, ever since I was a little kid, has always just made me stop and think, you know, how is this real? How did they do this? All of those types of things. I feel like you need to spend some good quality time at the Tree of Life. The morning is always the best time. You know, the ground is still wet. It feels like you're the only person there. That's the best time to do it. Um, Everest. You got to hit up Everest. I'm basically just taking a tour of everything except probably not Dinoland. <laughs> oh, that brings about wonder. Uh, why is this still here? <laughs> <laughs> is Why is this not extinct? Um, the music. That's why. Yeah. Dinoland. Music is awesome. Donald's Dino Bash has some of the best music on property. Not some of. It is the best what, well, you what song may... was playing when we were walking through the other day? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember if it was the other day, but they, they play Miley Cyrus very regularly. <sighs> like old, like the climb Miley Cyrus. Not any of this new stuff. Like Hannah Montana days. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm following what you're saying. I don't know. There were, it was a dog song. I don't remember. I don't it was awesome though. Who let the dogs out? No, but they probably would play that though. But it was so great. I love everything about Dinoland music. But ultimately, I'm going to spend my day, at least the morning part of my day, just admiring everything. Admiring all the beautiful work that Joe Brody did. I have to marvel at his creation. But I also think Animal Kingdom, you know, with the way that they're doing like the flotillas right now, with the characters, like there is a big element of surprise there. And I think that plays in to wonder is just, you know, what's what's coming around the river bend. Nicely done. Thank you. Well, and I would say there's also an element of with the live animals that there's a sense of what are we going to see today of surprise. So if you do I don't I'm I guess now I'm planning your day, but if you do Maharaja Jungle Trek or the Gorilla Falls Trail, I think there's definitely some elements of wonder there. And to that note, I put in the Flights of Wonder bird show. Okay. Explain yourself because you never want to do that show. It says wonder. Flights of wonder. Well, it fits it, with the theme just of on the, the nose day. Too much? Yeah, you can't not do it. I do think it'd be cool. No, we're not big bird fans. But it, I mean, it's well done. I think it is pretty cool. I mean, these birds, again, we always go back to our Disney documentaries. But, like, they're free-flying birds. They can go wherever they want. 
They're just so well-trained to know where the food is that they always come back home. But they could fly away and leave and be gone forever. So these are specifically the parrots and the macaws. Yes. And that's awesome. I mean, that is really cool. It is. And while we're at Animal Kingdom, I feel like you have to eat at Satuli Canteen. And, and that a- one has a lot of cool things, too, like the drinks, the desserts, all the little, you know, boba ball things that they put on your food. Tapioca balls. Exactly. You know, all of that. I mean, it's a it's a cool dining experience. I'm just a little bit salty with you right now. I know. We were in Animal Kingdom this weekend. I wanted nothing more to eat Satuli Canteen. I wanted Flame Tree Barbecue Macaroni and Cheese. And so that's what we got. And that's what we ate. And I'm not mad about it. I was just trying it. to feel some wonder. It Well, Flame Tree was wonderfully amazing, too. Would recommend. I do think Satuli... I mean, it is... It's it it plays very nicely on that verge of what is this, but I'm still gonna eat it with no questions, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like we've never had the cheeseburger pods, but I know other people kind of explain that about it. I mean, they they're just bell buns. Yeah. That's all they are. But there is it's it's just foreign enough to make it feel otherworldly. And to make it exciting. You know, it's not something that you're going to eat. Back, you know, at home on a normal day, on a regular basis, you know, it just, it keeps it interesting. And I feel like that's the kind of feeling that you want all day. They do have the green beer. That makes me wonder. (laughs) What kind of chemicals are in this? No, I I love the green beer. Okay. Um, So from there, so I'm going to leave Animal Kingdom after lunch. And I feel like it's fitting to go to Magic Kingdom. Because this is the ultimate wonder, I feel like, playground. Um, And this is where, so this was the part of my day that really made me stop and think like, you know, this is where I would want to go to Disneyland. If this was my ideal day. So I don't know. I'll save that part for later because I know it's not possible. Um, But Magic Kingdom, you know, I would really want to spend a lot of time like around the castle area. And at the attractions that are older, you know, I want to go to Small World, Peter Pan, um, Carousel of Progress. Like, I want to visit these different things because I feel like it puts me in the same kind of creative headspace of, I'd like to think Walt, you know, are all these amazing people, Mary Blair, um, you know, who worked on these attractions And, you know, I can just kind of try to put myself in that headspace of, like, how did they do this? Like, this is awesome. Why why did they choose these colors? How did they pick these things? Well, yeah, I think from that standpoint, it's very interesting because you can look around and say, like, they created these things with no blueprint. Most of the things that we get now, there's at least something that they're basing it off of. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, there are some things that are, they're obviously still pushing the levels of technology and they're pushing the system of, you know, ride systems and whatnot. But a lot of those early attractions, like Small World, they didn't have anything to base that off of. That was just pure imagination. And I do think, yeah, that's spot on with wonder. So, I mean, I don't really know if 
in Magic Kingdom, I have like a, like these are the specific places I want to visit. Like I almost just think it's best to just kind of wander, you know, and just see what you run into. I mean, I love like the Tangled area recently. Um, I know they're just bathrooms and like some lanterns, but I love like looking for the Pascals and just like enjoying little parts of the park, I guess. And that kind of invokes like, okay, if they did this here, like what else might they try to do next? Or, you know, what other little parts of the park could they turn into something cool? Well, and I just think like even if you talk specifically about the Tangled area, like the little details that they put in, like the wanted posters and the hidden Pascals and, you know, all of those things, that is leaning heavily on that curiosity piece that you talked about. I think you hit astonishment early in your day and now you're hitting more on the curiosity side. So I support your day so far. Thank you. Um, So for dinner, and I was struggling with this because it is kind of hard to think of like awe-inspiring meals. Oh, I have one. Oh, okay. Well, I'm excited. I have two actually. Oh, I went with a place that we've never eaten before. We talk about all the time, Skipper Canteen. And I think I included it in my day just because we've never been there. You know, like there's a lot of unknown a lot of, you know, wonder <laughs> about it. Like a lot I, of story to be told. Story, um, just everything that accompanies it. Like a lot of people say, like, it is weird food. It's a little odd. I'm not an adventurous eater. But I feel like it's kind of like Satuli. Like it fits into this day because it's not typical. You know, it's not a typical dining experience. And I don't think you want that on a day like today. You don't want corn dog nuggies on a day of wonder? No. I mean, it would get the job done and they would be great. The only wonder you'd feel there is, I wonder why I'm eating this. <laughs> no. No, you're eating them because they're awesome. So from there, dessert. And I'm kind of hopping around at this point. I'm I hopped to leave. around too. Uh, well, that's good. We're going to leave Magic Kingdom. We're going to Disney Springs. For the ultimate, amazing, decadent dessert cake from Gideon's Bakehouse. I feel like everything about Gideon's fits into this day. Just, again, the story there, the detail, um, the food itself makes you wonder, like, how am I ever going to live without this? How will I ever eat another piece of cake that is not this cake? Because it will not live up. Um, so I just feel like you have, I mean, you have to go there. It's a must do on, on a day like today. If I'm accompanying you for this day, can we go to hangar bar after? If we have time, we're not done yet. Dessert is not the last thing on my list. Oh, I'm apologies. Go ahead. It's, I forgive you. So we're going to get our cake. We're going to stuff our face. We're going to be so happy and full. Um, but to top off the day. I don't think you can end a day without fireworks because when you think about wonder, I know you're giving me a look, but if you are looking for admiration, beautiful, unexpected, all of these things, you need some happily ever after in your life. You just need it. Are you watching them from magic kingdom, from the poly, from the contemporary, where are we watching them from? 
My spot of choice would be right in front of the castle for this particular feeling, for this emotion. I feel like you need to be completely encompassed. You want to see the projections. You want to hear the music from all around you. You want to be able to look at all the other people who, you know, maybe like us might be crying if this is the first time seeing it in forever. You know, like you need that, the full experience. There are other times where the poly, the beach might be good. Not today. You got to be right in the middle of it. Yeah, I feel like Polly is more like a relaxation day. Yes. Right there on Main Street where you can feel the booms in your body. That's uh that's more wonder. Exactly. And that would be the end of my park day. Okay, so now you have your at-home stuff. My at-home stuff. Um, So I'm going to start with the music. Um, And this this comes from a park that I did not mention yet. I actually thought Epcot music would give me a good sense of wonder at home. And I think it's because right now we have a very strong desire for travel. You know, like I, I just like constantly think about these places that I want to go and see in real life, like Africa and Europe and, you know, other Disney parks. And I feel like Epcot music, Soren music, it kind of invokes that same feeling. I would agree because it's on my day too. Okay. Spoiler alert. Well, so great minds. Well, so when life. you say Epcot music, if you had to narrow it down, are you thinking more future world or world showcase? World showcase. Okay. Mine's future world. Oh, okay. So maybe great minds don't think alike. Who's the great mind? I mean, me right oh, now. Okay. It's my day. Okay. And then movies. Now this one... Might be a bit of a curveball. Um, again, I struggled a little more for this one, but I went with two movies that make me feel a sense of admiration towards particular people. If you say Princess Diaries, I'm coming across this table. <laughs> you did, didn't you? I, I sure did. <laughs> I, how many times have you said Princess Diaries in this series? It just brings out all of my emotions. Every, I bet everyone listening right now can think of a movie that you could tie to every emotion. It's your comfort movie. It's a comfort movie, and I just love it, but I could tie it to everything. Any emotion that I need to feel happy, sad, wonder, Romance, it's all I'm just going to ask, have you seen this trend online right now where people are talking about like comfort movies or comfort characters and specifically? No. I feel like your comfort actress is Julie Andrews or Anne Hathaway. And what is that? What is this? What does this mean? It's like the, the person, like just the one that gives you the warm and fuzzies, the one that you always come back to that you relate to. And then I think Wanda might be your other comfort character. I just love her. I'm just obsessed. Um, I also said Saving Mr. Banks. Mm -hmm. Just because, again, like Walt, Disneyland, you know, just kind of taking in Magic Kingdom makes me think about that and the creativity and the, you know, jumping through the hoops. And like he was so dedicated to Mary Poppins. So I I also picked that movie too. Okay. But I I did write down Princess Diaries. 
I yeah, I just go ahead and write that in for next episode too. No matter <laughs> it, what the emotion is. It applies is. to everything. Are you ready to hear about my day? I am. So I think for the first time ever, we're actually going to hit all four parks. Wow. We did not have any overlap besides in our Epcot music. Cool. Okay. So my day is starting in Epcot. And I chose a breakfast spot. And I I was hesitant to put this on here mainly because I know that I never pronounced this place correctly. Akershus. Akershus. Oh, no. I think I think the first one. Akershus. I'm go yeah, I'm going to go with it. The Norway Princess Breakfast is the one I'm choosing. It is it is currently closed, but assuming that it comes back, I think that just sets like a good tone for a day of like starting with a clean slate. And there's nothing more that kind of takes you more out of reality than meeting princesses from other fairy tale worlds. And the food is pretty good there. I really enjoyed it when we ate there. I mean, it, it is, is definitely okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's your t- it's your typical breakfast. I mean, Mickey waffles, princesses, fruit, bacon. I don't, I'm easy to please. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's good. But I think really the reason you're going there is to meet the princesses. Kind of set that tone for the rest of the day. The princesses and Mary Poppins. Correct. Next, I think we're going to ride the attraction that I think embodies wonder more than anything else on the entire resort property, and that is Soren. And we might do it twice, actually, just to get the full effect. I think Soren screams wonder. Just like astonishment and, you know, just jaw on the floor of these sights and sounds and smells of all these different places. I think it it kind of hits the nail on the head for what I'm going for in this day. I mean, I agree. That's kind of what I went for, like, with my music is just, like, you wanting to go to different places or experience new things and, like, look at what is out there, you know? And I think it does make a lot of people think, like, we rode Soren. We went just last weekend and we left the ride and there was this little boy in front of us just absolutely losing his marbles. In a good way. In a good way. Because like he was just so blown away by this ride. Like, can we ride again? Like, what did we just witness? Like, that was awesome. And like, I mean, that is truly like wonder. Like he he could not believe what he just experienced. And that's awesome. I think Soren is one of those that as locals and as, as people even before this, we came down so often, you you are you take advantage of Soren. Like because it is the same thing every time, like there's not much variance at all. Mm-hmm. Whereas in a lot you know, there's some scanning back and forth that you can do of the scenes. Whereas in a lot of other attractions you can you know, get a lot more of your surroundings and take them in visually. Whereas Soren, it's just kind of, it's right there in front of you. But I do think every time you ride it, now you're a known Soren hater. So we do have to get that out of the way. I'm I don't know what your hater. vendetta is against this attraction, but I think it's beautiful and I think it brings out wonder. I'm that little boy. That's how I feel every time I ride it. I just don't scream it out loud. <laughs> You you conceal those emotions. I the I think Soren is just one of those that 
the more I ride it, the more I appreciate it. Now, are there some flaws with it? Do I think Soarin' Over California is better? Maybe. But that's a conversation for a different day. Okay, so after Soarin'. We're going to take in some of those sights and sounds, and this time specifically sounds, we're going to go hear the voices of Liberty. And I think the notes that they're able to hit, the... It, the Voices of Liberty is something that cannot really be explained via words, I don't think. And we haven't even seen them properly in the American Adventure Building. We've always seen them on the stage out in the American Pavilion. So I'm not even talking about in there, but I do think there's just something about that group that is like just everybody's jaws on the floor, just, you know, taking it all in and being in that moment. Well, and I think for us, I don't know if this is why you chose this, but like we are not musically inclined at all. So like just the the sheer talent. I played a mean recorder in elementary school. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that about me. Okay. Well, I too once played uh, the piano. So I also was a musical prodigy as a child, but our musical abilities are very slim. So like to see someone with a crazy amount of talent, and a whole group of them. I mean, it is pretty amazing. Yeah, I think it's a different feeling between like the Dapper Dans are like fun. Like they're just like, you just leave with the, with the happy heart and it's fun. Voices of Liberty, you leave and you're like, can you believe that? You know, it's mm-hmm. a different feeling that, that comes out of you. After we take in the Voices of Liberty, we're going to eat lunch at a restaurant that we haven't been to since 2011. Been 10 years since we've been there. Oh, my. Coral Reef Restaurant. Now, I don't know if the food is any good anymore, but that wasn't my goal with this day. <laughs> I think just the environment is wonder-invoking. I mean, it, I think aquariums are... I mean, the aquarium and the sea and marine life kind of all bring that same emotion to me of just like... I can't possibly wrap my mind around how big this is. You know, like it, and it goes back to that, to me, of that feeling small of that the ocean is so expansive. Like I, you can't even think about it. You know, it's so deep, it's so wide, it's so wet. <laughs> All <laughs> oh of goodness. those adjectives. That's okay. That is a curveball to me. Cause I don't think I ever would have predicted that, but I, I agree. I mean, I think, I think that's a good pick. Coral reef has to be the most forgotten about restaurant in all of Walt Disney world. I I think if we were to make a list, that would be way up there for sure. So we're going to then walk off our lunch. We're going to walk back to world showcase and go to the Japan pavilion and walk through Mitsukoshi, the department store that's that's more of like a fun side of wonder of like looking at all the Japanese merchandise. And I just think it's so fun to think about like what that different culture finds interesting, you know, all the kawaii things and, you know, the Pokemon influences and the anime influences. I find that so fascinating. Would we, something that we've never done is we've never tried any of the food, like any of the snacks. Is that part of this day? Are I would we going to be, be adventurous. Yeah, I'd love to go buy some of those like Japanese candies and stuff. Yeah. I know, I mean, in Japan, they love Kit Kat bars and they have very, uh, 
crazy flavors of Kit Kats. So if they have those in Mitsukoshi, I'd love to do that. I don't know if I've ever seen that. I don't know if I have either, but I'm sure we could find some stuff that would be along those lines. But the reason why we needed to back walk towards the back of Epcot is we are going to use the International Gateway exit to leave Epcot at this point. But we're going to make a stop before we get on the Skyliner, and we're going to go to Abracadabar. Now, this is a place we've never been, but I do think like magic, like traditional magic, like that, <laughs> like, like pull a rabbit out of a hat. Yeah, I think that invokes a sense of wonder. As well, of just kind of like things aren't as they seem. Mm-hmm. We It's on our bucket list to go there. We just never seem to make the time to do it. I just realized I missed a huge opportunity. What's that? One division. I th- How did I not talk about one division? You're talking about magic. And now all I can see is Wanda in her little outfit with Vision doing their magic show. Ugh. Do you want a WandaVision overlay in the Abracadabar? Yes, please. I don't know if they're contractually allowed to do that, but who knows? Um, so we're going to just stop for a quick drink in Abracadabar. Hopefully we see some tricks or whatever it might be. Illusions. Just, just something fun. And then we're going to ride the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios. Now, I don't want to glaze over the Skyliner because I think just that unique vantage point gives some wonder off as well. Of just, you can, you know, seeing Walt Disney World from up above anywhere, and a little foreshadowing, maybe my dinner might have some heights involved as well. Just seeing it from a different point of view, I think, gives you a brand new appreciation for it. A, you question, now, I do understand why the route the way it is, but when you take off from International <laughs> Gateway, you're like, Hollywood is right there. It's right there. Just take me there. Why are we doing this giant circle? Um, but I think you can like, who knew Caribbean beach was that big before you fly over it? Not me. You know, who knew that those woods were so heavy in between Caribbean beach and Hollywood studios? Like you just don't realize things like that from driving around or taking normal ground transportation. So gotta love that Skyliner ride. When we get to Hollywood studios, we're really spending all of our time in one area Galaxy's Edge. Don't even care about any of the attractions. If you happen to have a Rise of the Resistance, you can't based on this day. But if you they happen to let you on, then that would be fine. But I think more than anything, it's just walking around, taking it all in, being in this other world that is so immersive. Now, we are doing one activity for our Day of Wonder. Are we building a lightsaber? We are visiting our friend Savi, going to his workshop and building a lightsaber. And that has to be the most wondrous, wonderful, most amazing thing ever. And I've never even done it. Now you're just hyping this up. I know it's going to be that cool whenever we do it. Someday. But do you think that would evoke wonder? No, I do. I mean, I think we've heard great things. I I did consider Galaxy's Edge, but again, I I use Galaxy's Edge for a lot. So I was trying not to, but I think, you know, that's a good area for wonder to make you think, to make you stop and like ponder, you know, kind of all the imagineering things that go into it is what it makes me think of. 
I mean, building a lightsaber, there's a lot, there's a lot to that, you know, which one, which kyber crystal am I going to pick? How does this work? Well, you say purple. I say, I want a yellow one like Ray. Oh my goodness. But I mean, I would agree. I mean, that's a pretty good one. You can't argue with that. So I just, I do think there's a lot of just like exploring and walking around a lot of cast member interactions that you can do that can invoke wonder, a lot of uh, character interactions that you can find. Hopefully, you know, in normal times you'd have Chewie and Ray and the stormtroopers and Kylo walking around amongst you as well. So I, I would just spend as much time there as possible until it is time. I also thought we needed to have a nighttime show. Oh, fantastic. I was so close to choosing Fantasmic. I really was. I was going back and forth. I I think I ultimately settled on Happily Ever After because that gives me more of like that, like coursing through your veins, like all-encompassing wonder. There is something special about Fantasmic. But again, maybe it's the emotional connection in me that I went the other route. And after we see Fantasmic, we're going to eat a late dinner. Pretty, a second really, dinner? We haven't had dinner yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. We had a snack at Abracadabra is the last thing we did. You're right. You're right. We're going to have a late dinner. And hopefully, maybe by the grace and everything involved, we can see both. But we're going to go have dinner at California Grill. And maybe, just maybe, the fireworks will go off while we're up there. Oh, man. But I think even that, it's kind of the same discussion as the Skyliner. Just seeing Magic Kingdom specifically from that vantage point is amazing. I mean, everybody should do that at least once. So originally when you talked about like a different vantage point, I did not expect California Girl. I expected Toledo. Oh, I do love Toledo. Because that has a good vantage point too. Now I will say... um. California Girl. Yes, thank you. <laughs> that has like a more up close view of Magic Kingdom, which I think might be a little better for what you're going for. But Toledo has a good view where you kind of get like a 360 almost view of the property ish. I mean, you get a better view of like um, Hollywood Studios and Epcot from up there. Yeah, I mean, they're interchangeable. You could end my day with California Girl or Toledo. My wallet's not going to be happy about it, but I will be happy about it. <laughs> I mean, Toledo, I think, is my favorite restaurant on all property. If anybody knows anybody at Disney, tell them they need to open it yesterday. Okay. We miss it dearly. Yeah, that would be much appreciated. So my at-home stuff, I have a couple things. For movies, I picked Finding Nemo. Kind of the same talk about Coral Reef, about the ocean and... I don't know. I'm just enthralled by the ocean for some reason. Okay. Star Wars. I think any of the Star Wars can invoke that feeling. And then I said any of the National Geographic documentaries. I didn't have any like specifically in mind, but I, I would actually even say some of the Disney documentaries as well. Some of the historical ones, but you know, you, the magic of Disney's animal kingdom would be a perfect kind of in between of both Disney and National Geographic. Well, I was going to say with like the National Geographic, that kind of makes me think about, you know, just like Animal Kingdom and how I started my day 
with just like the beauty of everything and how that can be kind of awe inspiring. Maybe what could be a new addition to this is The Secrets of Wales, the new show coming out on Disney Plus. Not a sh- doc, the new documentary. Yeah. Yeah. I've often wondered what kind of secrets are those whales keeping from us? And I'm glad that they're finally (laughs) going to be exposed because I know they're very sneaky. That is your favorite joke right now. I've told it to you twice. Twice in like two days. And you've laughed both times. So I'm going to keep telling it until you don't (laughs) laugh anymore. It is funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. That was the first thing I thought about when I saw the title of that film. (laughs) documentary um and then music i mean it was a kind of a two-for-one the nemo soundtrack and add big blue world to there i know you don't like big blue world i thought you didn't like big blue world i it's just kind of fun to not like it but deep down i actually do like it okay i don't i just to clear it up i don't have a problem with it okay just soren is what you have a problem with i don't I just don't prefer it over Test Track. It doesn't have... To, they're not mutually exclusive. You make it mutually exclusive. Well, back in the days of Fast Pass, they were pitted against each other because you had to make that decision. Okay. And like I mentioned earlier, the Future World soundtrack, I think, would be my music one. So, honorable mentions. I think Cars Land just, like, screams everything that we've talked about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Anything in Disneyland? Or is it just like Disneyland as a whole knowing Walt was there? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where my mind went. I mean, like Haunted Mansion, Pirates, any of, you know, really any of the storytelling episodes that we've talked about just to me are so fascinating that like that's where I would want to go. I would love to do like one of the tours at Disneyland um, like the where Walt walked, the what do they call it? Yeah, I mean that's close enough. Something like that. Um, you know, I think that would just, I don't know, just be mind-boggling, just so cool. Um, so any of that, you know, just Disneyland as a whole. I've got a big one for you. Uh oh, Avengers Campus. This is one of those that I don't think my mind can handle it. This is the ultimate, this is the litmus test as to how big of a Marvel fan you are. And now that I know that you are absolutely going to shed a tear whenever you see it, my work here is done. <laughs> I've made you into the ultimate Marvel nerd and it is awesome. It's yeah, we're getting there. All all you need to do is put like Wanda out there somewhere and like game over. Today, you were watching YouTube videos from 2016 when the actors were promoing for Age of, or what was that? Civil War. When they were promoing Civil War, doing their rounds on the Jimmy Fallon show. So that's where you're at with your with your Marvel fandom. You are correct, and I love it. it took a long time, but we're we finally made it. We're here. Look at us now. Uh, so any other, I was trying to think of other restaurants. I mean, if, when, maybe Space 220 opens, I think it might fit the bill for a lot of this. Absolutely. Um, Anything in Springs that comes to mind besides Gideon's? 
I tried really hard because I wanted, so I wanted my day to be cohesive. So I wanted dinner in Disney Springs and. Well, it sounds silly. I'm just going to throw it out there. T-Rex Cafe. No, that's a hard pass from me. That's a no from me, dog. Um, And what about the other place? Rainforest Cafe. (laughs) No, no, I don't. That doesn't scream wonder. To me, I'm interested. Uh, we haven't been there in so actually, I don't think I've ever been there. Planet Hollywood. Do you think that gives any of these vibes? I've only like seen videos from in there. I feel like I've been, I've been in a Planet Hollywood one time, and it was just like Hollywood touristy. I feel like um, so we used to have like the Hard Rock restaurant in Nashville. I feel like Hard Rock and Planet Hollywood are the same thing. Like in my dumb brain, I just can't distinguish between the two of them. No, I feel the same way. So okay. maybe it's an us thing. Just like old memorabilia everywhere. On the walls. Like a Cracker Barrel, but like with rock music. Oh <laughs> we've officially went off the rails. But I think we've constructed some pretty good days on Wonder. I think It's so. an interesting emotion. I don't... Is it one of those that you are actively seeking? See, I mix searching, yeah, seeking. I, I mix seek, seeking and searching. Yeah, seeking out whenever you visit the parks, or is it more just a byproduct of things that happen? I do think it's a byproduct. I do think every time we visit the park, we get a little sense of wonder. Um, I've never gone to the parks like in search of wonder. Um, But I think it's one of the easiest ones to search for. Like, I think with everything that we've talked about today, no matter where you go, kind of whatever your mindset is or whatever you are trying to get out of the day, maybe you are trying to be more creative. Like there's the wonder aspect to that. Um, Kind of like what you were talking about, like just looking for a different perspective or trying to maybe leave some of your worries behind, like all of that plays into what we typically search for from the parks anyway. So I feel like this just kind of naturally fits in. I would agree with that. Anything else you want to add? No. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back on Monday with a restaurant storytelling episode on Enzo's Hideaway. We actually ate there today at the time of this recording. And it was bomb.com. So cool. And so we are super excited to share that with the storytelling, talking about Maria and Enzo and how all these restaurants play together. We are slowly but surely working through the entire landing area. After this, we'll really just have STK and uh, the Edison left, and then we'll be done with the landing. So hope you can join us for that. If you're looking to catch up on episodes over the weekend, those restaurant storytelling episodes will be a great baseline to go into Maria and Enzo so we understand this area that we're talking about And of course, if you are looking to travel with you and your family in the next little while, reach out to our friend Hannah. You can go to littlebitofdisney.com, fill out that free quote, or click the link in our show notes. At the very least, go give Hannah a follow on Instagram. Tell her congratulations for her accomplishments early in 2021. We're super excited and proud of her. So if you enjoyed this episode, got any information or entertainment out of it, We would highly appreciate an iTunes review. It's one of the best ways to help the podcast grow. And we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for listening, and we will chat with you on Monday.
Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon. <laughs>